in the New Testament. January 18th, Matthew chapter 12, verses 22 through 45. Then a demon-possessed man, who was both blind and unable to talk, was brought to Jesus. He healed the man so that he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed. Could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? They wondered out loud. But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, No wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, Any kingdom at war with itself is doomed. A city or home divided against itself is doomed. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by the prince of demons, what about your own followers? They cast out demons too. So they will judge you for what you have said. But if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. Let me illustrate this. You can't enter a strong man's house and rob him without first tying him up. Only then can his house be robbed. Anyone who isn't helping me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. Every sin or blasphemy can be forgiven except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which can never be forgiven. Anyone who blasphemes against me, the Son of Man, can be forgiven. But blasphemy against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. A tree is identified by its fruit. Make a tree good, and its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes! How could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good words from a good heart, and an evil person produces evil words from an evil heart. And I tell you this, that you must give an account on Judgment Day of every idle word you speak. The words you say now reflect your fate then. Either you will be justified by them, or you will be condemned. One day, some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove that you are from God. But Jesus replied, Only an evil, faithless generation would ask for a miraculous sign. But the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. For Jonah was in the belly of the great fish for three days and three nights. So I, the Son of Man, will be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. The people of Nineveh will rise up against this generation on Judgment Day and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah. And now someone greater than Jonah is here, and you refuse to repent. The Queen of Sheba will also rise up against this generation on Judgment Day and condemn it because she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And now someone greater than Solomon is here, and you refuse to listen to him. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert, seeking rest but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, and clean. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, 
and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the... What is repentance? It means change the mind. Well, that sounds superficial. Well, if you use your mind, it won't sound superficial. You're all sitting here very calmly right now. Your pulse is not racing. Why? Because you don't believe this auditorium's on fire. And it's not. But if you thought, if your mind changed, if your mind changed, and you thought this auditorium was on fire, what would happen? Everything. Absolutely everything about you would change. Would your emotions change? Absolutely your emotions would change. Would your will change? Your will would change. Would your actual actions change? Yes, they would change. You would no longer sit there calmly. You would jump up and run through the door, run over people, jump out a window, but you would get out of here. You see, the mind is the very control center of everything you are. Your will, your emotions, your actions. For the mind to truly change about something makes everything change. Greatest example of repentance I know in the Bible, the Apostle Paul, Saul of Tarsus, in his mind, he believed that Jesus Christ was the greatest false prophet that ever walked the planet. In his mind, he believed that the Christians were enemies of the people of God and enemies of God and should either be imprisoned or killed. That's what he thought with his mind and that's the way he acted. He went to hunt them down. He stood there at the stoning of Stephen and agreed with it. Because he thought in his mind that Jesus was a false prophet and that Christians were the enemies of God. On the road to Damascus, what happened to Paul? His mind changed. It was cataclysmic, wasn't it? I mean, it was unbelievable. Standing before him is the resurrected Jesus Christ, the one he had been persecuting, blaspheming, hating him. He realizes, Paul the Apostle realizes that he is wrong about everything. The very fabric of reality tore apart that moment for the Apostle Paul. He was wrong about everything. In his mind, everything he thought was important, he was wrong. Only to find out he's the Messiah and the son of the living God. He goes to Damascus. Believing in Jesus Christ, proclaiming Jesus Christ, and giving his life for the people of God. He repented. Your emotions, your actions, your will, everything will change. Just like Paul. Now let's put this in modern day. A young guy's a hockey player. He's lived all his life, lifting weights, everything else. Hockey, hockey, hockey. It's an idol, it's an idol, it's everything, it's everything. He's now 18. Man, he's college, he's just doing it, everything. Looks like the pros are his. He lives, eats, drinks, and sleeps. Hockey, it's everything to him. Then one day, as he's getting ready to go into the auditorium, the hockey rink, there's a silly little teenage preacher handing out tracts at the door. And before he's chased away, he's able to give that rising star track. Kid puts it in his back. 
At night, he's a little bored. He's sitting at home. He's sore. Pulls the track out and just begins to read it out of curiosity. The Spirit of God begins to move. What happens? He realizes he's wrong about everything. Everything he thought was important is rot. And what happens? He changed his mind. And everything else changes. Doesn't necessarily mean he stops playing hockey, although it may mean he stops playing hockey. Now he's under new direction. There's a new Lord. There's a real reason to be alive. Young girl, she's 15. She's beautiful. She knows it. Everybody does. I mean, she is gorgeous. Stands in front of the mirror every day. She's looking at the mirror, thinking about clothes, reading magazines, thinking about boys and prom and school. And one day she sees a girl sitting in the cafeteria that's kind of the ugly duckling of the class. She seems to be reading something. She walks over to make fun of her. But all of a sudden she sees it a Bible and she sits down and she says, just what are you doing? And the girl humbly and meekly tells her the gospel story. She's really troubled. She tries to laugh it off. She's with her friends that night. She's pretty miserable. Goes home, looks in the mirror and vanity and rot. Everything in her mind changes. She begins to live for Jesus Christ. Businessman, he's lived all his life, man. He everybody in town knows him. He's got the best cars. His families go to the best schools. They got the biggest house. They got everything. They own the businesses. They're respected. They're feared. One day he picks a track up off the desk of one of his employees. About to get angry about that fanaticism that seems to be spreading in his business. But he decides to take a look at it just to get some information so that he can deal with the employee. And he realizes that he is the biggest fool who ever lived, that he has sold his own soul for a few pennies. He realizes he's wrong about everything and everything changes. That's repentance. But it's not just realizing you're wrong. It's throwing yourself upon Christ. 